What's up, buds? What's up? BJ and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. Yeah, I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah. It's early. It is. It's like 10 o'clock, almost. Three minutes till. That's um, all right. But we got birthday celebrations this yeah. week in, in the Oondaryl household. Right. So. I was going to say, not mine. All mine are in April. So. But as always, we're going to start out with Victory Road. Mm-hmm. As always. As always. Uh, and they started out with the Rascals, Des and Wentz, taking on Triple XL, AC Romero, and Larry D. Yep. Uh, Rascals pick up the win here. Yeah. So, uh, Tommy Dreamer and Brian Myers fought next. Uh, Brian Myers picking up the win. Not surprising there. He's <clears throat> the new guy. Yeah. And then um, Rahit Raju. Is that how you pronounce his name? I yes, that's how I pronounce it. Okay. Either way. Uh, but he did his little open challenge thing. Mm-hmm. And Willie Mack. Uh, accepted. Accepted. But, um, and Willie Mack wins. But not the title. Because it was count out. Yeah. He won so, by via count out. Yeah. Uh <clears throat> Tennille Dashwood took on Jordan Grace um, in their little rubber match. Yes. And they gave Tennille the win, yep. which is pretty dope. So, and we'll, we'll find out on Impact that, yeah, Jordan's going for a different title. Yes. Which uh, will be dope. Uh, then we had an unsanctioned match where Rhino and Heath teamed up to take on Reno Scum. And Heath and Rhino mm-hmm. pick up the win. Yep. So, uh, then Trey Miguel took on Moose and won. Yeah. Yeah. And then we had half of the tag teams, half of the each tag team that was good, that's going to be in the Fatal 4-Way at Bound for Glory is in a match now. Correct. So it was Josh Alexander, Alex Shelley, Carl Anderson, and Ace Austin. Mm-hmm. And Josh Alexander picks up the win. Yeah. So. Representing the North. I'm excited for that fucking match. Yeah, that match is going to be awesome. Bound for Glory. We're not going to get to watch it until the next day, but... Right, but still. Yeah. Uh, Deanna Parasso defeated Susie to retain her championship. Yeah, no surprise there. Yeah. And then our main event. Main event. uh, Eric Young taking on Eddie Edwards. Yeah. For the Impact World Championship. Yeah. And Eric Eric Young retains. Retains. Mm -hmm. Of course he does. From what I heard was a fucking great match, too, so... Yes. Yeah. Yep. We didn't get to watch it. because um, Cheap one. Cheap one. That's why I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it because Tony Hawk. But. Mm. I didn't watch it because of the G1. But yeah, that takes us on to TakeOver 31. Yeah. Which was way better than it had any business to be for a right. show that had like next to no build whatsoever. Right. But it's up to turn to be a pretty pretty good card. Pretty good card. I mean, yeah. Especially, I mean, a little bit. This is, uh, it was a nice and short show. It was back to... Yeah, two and a half hours. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, We started off with uh, Damian Priest defending his North American Championship against Johnny Gargano. True. And, yeah, this was fucking excellent. I Uh, actually missed this match. Yeah. Because I thought TakeOver started at 8. Yeah. Because that's what they do on Sundays. But apparently it Mm -hmm. started at 7. No, remember like six months or longer than that. At the beginning of the year, they moved everything to 7. Dude, I swear I saw an advertisement for TakeOver earlier in the day in my email that said 8 p.m. start time. Uh, so that's why I had it in my head. It was 8. So I missed the first match. Yeah. So I heard it was good, but I didn't see it. Right. Maybe it was 8 o'clock middle of the Atlantic Ocean time. No, it would be 8 o'clock central time. Huh? 
8 o'clock Central Time. No, oh, Central's not later than us. It should be. That's <laughs> not the way time zones work, man. Sure it does. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, yeah, yes. this was, it was a really good match, though. Um, Damien Priest picking up the win was the right call. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree, yeah, sure. he needs to hold that title for he yeah. just got it. This is the most Johnny Gargano doesn't need a championship. Him. And yeah, this is, yeah, mm-hmm. Damien Priest actually means something at the moment. Right. I'm enjoying watching him, too, so. I am, too. So. Right. Um, next we only, uh, this match was still good, but it was kind of a down point just because I don't care anymore. But Kushida took on Velveteen Dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, so I think the reason, yeah, the reason you rem- found out that it was on at uh, 8 o'clock is because I texted you saying that the Velveteen Dream should not do the Bronco Buster. Yes. Because Velveteen Dream should not do the Bronco And I'm like, Buster. what am I missing? And yeah. then I realized that this was probably on, and I checked and it was on, so yeah. I started watching. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so right about the time, right after the Velveteen Dream does a Bronco Buster, is when <laughs> I started watching the Takeover Show, buds. Yeah. Now you know. <coughs> um, but yeah, uh, Kushida ends up picking up the win, which was the right call. Right. And then afterwards, he beat the fuck out of uh, Dream. Dream, which was the right call. Yeah. Which kind of. You know, I I just I don't know why I've just mm-hmm. thought of this question, but I remember like the. Like the Velveteen Rabbit from when I was a kid. Okay. Which I understand is racist, which I didn't get as a kid either, okay. and I haven't looked. What the fuck's Velveteen? I don't know. Okay. It's Fair probably enough. like some. It's probably means covered in velvet. That's like I was thinking. Like, is it just like a? No, I think Velveteen just literally means covered, covered in velvet. velvet. Okay, I'm good with that. Yeah. Cool. Cause yeah. Okay. That's what the Velveteen Rabbit was. A rabbit covered in velvet. Right. In velvet. Velvet, yeah, velveteen's not a thing. (laughs) Right. Oh, it is. Never mind. Anyway. Wrestling. Uh, (laughs) Cruiserweight Championship action next. Santanos Escobar, Drugs McDealer, uh, taking on Isaiah Swerve Scott. Mm -hmm. Um, Santos retains. Yeah, Santos retains. This was a great match. This was a really fun match. Yeah, these guys guys worked hard. Right. Um, I do hope. This is the end of these two, though. Like, I'm ready for some something else, too. Mm-hmm. If they're not going to do anything with Swerve here, let's move on to something different. I agree. The match was fine, but the program itself has been lackluster. Yeah. Uh, Women's Championship, Io Shirai taking on Candice LeRae. This was excellent. Yeah. I really like this match. Me too. It was a nice little... I don't want to say downer, but like mm-hmm. it kind of was in between and headed into yeah. the main event. Like yeah. it wasn't, it didn't try and like keep the same pace as the previous matches. It didn't try mm-hmm. to go over the top crazy. It didn't try to outshadow the men's match. It was just right. like exactly what that match should have been right before right. the main event. It was yeah. fantastic. It was. I thought they both did a great job mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it too. <laughs> yeah, me too. EO continues to be your NXT women's champion yeah. though. Candice couldn't get it done, but... No, but the bigger news after that, Tony Storm... So disappointed. But Tony Storm shows up on the screen. I just found out this week, Buds, that she's been dating Juice Robinson. And it might be a thing where we... I knew before, but like... I'm pretty sure we talked about it right we here. We probably did, but I Buds, don't Buds, go, go back in the Bud Kives. They're free. Yeah. And tell us if you can find out if Juice <clears> and... 
Tony Storm being an item is something we've talked about on the podcast. Yeah, they before. started dating, what, February, March, quarantine time. Like I think that's when it came out. I think they were dating right. before that. I think that's when it came out was around the beginning of quarantine. Yeah, she also has a shower curtain with his face all over it. Which, which is, is a dope. dope fucking shower curtain. I'm, I totally want to just get a bunch of those and give them to everybody for Christmas with my face on them. That's a good call. Yeah, right? Or just your one giant face. Yeah, on a shower that curtain. too. I don't know. I like the little. I like the little one or one giant one it was surrounded surrounded by, like, by little ones two or to three fill loves. in the space. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um. Anyway, <laughs> but so Tony Storm shows up on the Titan Tron after uh, the match. She's back. She's back. She's going to be back in NXT and taking on EO. Yep. And then, so I when this happened, I thought it was just. Oh, cool! Tony Storm showed up on the screen, and now she's she was the motorcycle or she was the motorcycle right. person, and, and she's, she's the motorcycle gonna, chick. And she's, she's just going to show, show up and beat up Eo or something. And she did show she, up, except yeah. it wasn't she. It was yeah. fucking Ember Moon. Yeah, it was. fucking Ember Moon's back. Let's get fucking I, excited. I am so stoked. Oh, because yes. I mean, the last rumors were career-ending injury. And like, she's fucking back. Yeah. She's back. She looks like Guess straight out of Mad Max. Back again. Like, shaved Ember's head. back. She showed pictures. I guess she's she's looked like this for a while and has been like walking around town wearing hoodies and like sunglasses and shit. <coughs> just and waiting. Just waiting to debut. That's great. And yeah. So pretty good. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, I guess she went onto Twitter later this week and thanked Bo Dallas. Because Bo Dallas went to Twitter and was like playing up that it was him. Oh, okay. And yeah, and she so, thanked him like for helping him. Yeah, sister out for marking us. I yeah. like it. Mm-hmm. Good job. Good job, wrestling people. Yeah. She got me. I like yeah. it. Main event me too. I had no like. I no. No, I had no clue why no. either of those two were going to be showing up. No, they both caught great. me off guard. I'm like, fucking Tony, fucking Tony, 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 Tony. Tony Storm, Tony, Tony Storm. Yeah, yeah. I love Tony. And she then never was she back smiled. Back I remember that. <laughs> um, anyway, I was there. Yeah, I couldn't stop looking at her during the matches. She's so fucking fun. Anyway, uh, main event, main event, NXT Championship. Finn Balor taking on Kyle O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. This was fucking fantastic too. Yes, it was. This was the match of the night for yeah. sure. Oh yeah, like. Yeah, so Finn good. Balor got his jaw broken, two places, fucking bleeding and shit. Right, and then yeah, he ends up picking up the win though, and then afterwards, like shakes O'Reilly's hand, and now just comes Ridge Holland and dumps Adam Cole. Adam Cole, Cole. yeah, it looks then, like we're setting up Holland and Cole. Well, not anymore, but oh, I actually don't know what happened on NXT. I never bothered oh. to look. Because of the G one, yeah. Go watch, <laughs> go watch the Ridge Holland uh, clip. It's, oh, we'll get to NXT. It's, it's like it's almost Sid bad. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, that's pretty bad. One ankle and one knee, like opposite legs, like both legs. He's having to have surgery on. So bad. Well, we'll get there when we get to NXT. So, but for right now, let's talk about Monday Night Raw, brother, 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 brother. Uh, Monday Night Raw kicked off with, uh, Randy Orton, um, cutting a promo about, uh, 
basically how it was bullshit that everyone showed up at Clash and beat him and threw him in the ambulance and um, he's like, fuck this, I want Drew and Hell in a Cell. And so they're going to do it. Okay. And Drew, oh, and then Drew just showed up. Oh, dude. I told you. Holy you shit, it? your foot's not supposed to be like that. I know. Oh. I told you. Who is he wrestling? He wasn't. He. I think he just came out for an attack and then, yeah. But he, you can see at the beginning of it, he didn't plant his foot. His foot was not planted and that was the problem. If you watch his left foot. Um, he's too, he's too green. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, sorry. That was fucking... Anyway. God damn, you guys should go see that, bud. Yeah, go watch Rich Holland's injury from NXT if you... Yeah. Pause for a second if you need to, because, yeah. yeah. Okay, back to Monday Night Raw, brother, yeah. brother. Um, so, yeah, then, yeah, Orton was, like, in pretty much... It looked like Aleister Black's room, maybe. Um, okay. But <laughs> Drew just comes in and just beats the fuck out of Orton. This isn't your room, Orton. Right. It's my buddy Aleister's room. Uh, Zelina Vega and Natalia and Lana teamed up to face on Asuka, Mandy Rose, and Dana Brooke for some reason. Because that makes sense. Uh, Let's put your world champion in there with, you know. Yeah. And then Asuka, Mandy Rose, and Dana Brooke won. And after the match, Nia Jax and Shayna come out and beat up Natalia and Lana. And then Lana goes through a table for the third week third in a row. Third week in a row. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Poor Lana. Right? Don't want to say it, but... I think it's her husband's fault. Yep. Um, Apollo Crews is talking to Ali, Ali, and Ricochet, and then MVP comes up and kind of tries to get one of them to come over. Right. Probably I think Ali. Uh, Ali. I think Ricochet. I thought it was Ali. <clears throat> huh? I thought it was Ali. I can't remember. Anyways. But, well, no, he tried to get all of them. He tried to get all of them. That's what it was. And then Ricochet contemplated it more than anyone else. Right. Maybe he's going over to him. Mm -hmm. Um, Rollins and Murphy are in the ring together. Uh, And some stuff happens. I don't know. And, uh... It was more... Oh, they just, the in the beginning, they talked. Yeah. You, sh- you're, you should be happy I didn't release more of the text messages, Murphy. Yeah. Whatever. And it, it led to Seth Rollins and Murphy taking on Dominic and Umberto Carrillo. Yeah, because, of course, Umberto's back for right. no reason whatsoever. Right. I don't know. And then um, Seth Rollins and Murphy end up picking up the win, obviously. Um... And we got, what did we get? Some more. Oh, Braun Strowman's there. Yes. And he wants to whoop someone's ass. Right, because wild card. And, yeah. Right? Doing all this wild card stuff four days before the draft. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, but Keith Lee. Which shows the draft doesn't fucking mean anything. Because no. Braun Strowman will just show up wherever the fuck he right. wants. Like, if everybody can just do what they want, what's the point? Yeah. You need rules and structures, WWE. It's not that fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Um, why AEW so good? They don't do fucking stupid countouts all the time and fucking disqualifications all the time. We get all these clean victories all the fucking time. It's great because yeah. then when it doesn't happen, it fucking actually means something. Right? When it's a roll up, it means something. 
When a dude wins with a backslide in AEW, that actually means something. Right. It don't mean shit in WWE. No. Except for in very rare, rare instances like Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton, mm-hmm. which they, they've then since destroyed since that point and made it mean nothing. Right. Fucking sorry. Yeah. Ran mm-hmm. over. Uh, so, yeah, Keith Lee shows up and wants Braun, so. Because, yeah. Why? Which, I mean, two meaty men throwing meat is always fine. <sighs> no. Dude. Yeah, but if they let him go out there and just like he was three years ago, but they don't. But they don't. <laughs> That's the problem. Um, so he Seth was Rollins, getting over, and they didn't want yeah, him over. So right. now he'll never be over. Yeah. So after um, after that, we go backstage, and Seth Rollins and Murphy are talking, and <clears throat> Rollins is like, "You know, you've been kind of a dick the past couple weeks, and mm. you need to apologize mm. to me, and you have until exactly ten p.m. to apologize." They even have a countdown timer on the screen uh-huh. until Murphy has to apologize. Yeah. It was just dumb as fuck. It was hilarious. This is so. stupid. I thought it was hilarious. I think it's stupid. It's cheesy hilarious to me. I think it's dumb. Uh, Kevin Owens uh, does a Kevin Owens show with... Um, oh, yeah. And then, like, Wyatt shows up on the screen. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, Wild card! Yeah. And yeah, there's just stuff back and forth between them. Did you know he's on so, SmackDown too? Yeah. And then Alistair Black ends up attacking Kevin Owens from behind afterwards. So. Take that, Kevin Owens. Yeah. That's what you get. So buttons. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Raw is just, there's so much shit that happens on Raw, you can't keep track of all of it. I know. Um. Oh, then we got Keith Lee versus... Braun Strowman, and they just kind of beat the shit out of each other and double count out. Yep. Yeah. See, um, there's my point, though. Right. Why, what's the fucking point of having the match? Right. I don't know. It's fucking mm. stupid. There was some 24-7 championship stuff. Okay. Um, I don't know. Don't care. I think Gulak won it again. Yeah, I think Gulak won again, and then R-Truth won again. Right. Play oh, it was in a dumpster. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because the ref couldn't even see that there was right. a pin happening and just counted three on the side of Dumpster, and Gulak was the champion now. Right. So, whatever. Yeah. Fuck it. Uh, I don't pretend either. Shelton Benjamin me. and Bobby Lashley teamed up to take on Ricochet and Apollo Crews in <sighs> what probably should have been the main event. Main event? Oh, wait. No. Um, or no. Was this this part? No. Um... The her business end up picking up the win. Yes. So. No, because they have another backstage spot, yeah, and then they come back to the ring a second time. Okay. Right. Um. Yeah. Murphy apologizes to Aaliyah for the shit about Seth. Yep. And she tells him not to apologize to Seth, and he says, "I don't know." So. Oh, and then this is when the her business are backstage, and then Ali comes in. And talks to him. Um, he tells him, like, I'm going to be out in the ring. You guys come and get me if you want me or something right. like that. That's more or less what it was. Yeah. And then right. later on, he is out in the ring. Yeah. We'll see if the business come to confront him. Right. No spoilers. And then uh, Seth Rollins. It's 10 o'clock. Yep. So Seth apology Rollins. Apology time. Uh, says he wants his apology. Me too. And Murphy basically says no. Fuck you. And... Um, Murphy ends up attacking Seth. Yep. And then Seth 
like fake apologizes and Murphy's dumbass believes him. And then Seth beats the fuck out of him. Right. <clears throat> yeah. And then uh, Aaliyah comes out. And yeah. And the thing is, too, so. Well, we'll get to it. That's SmackDown stuff. Okay. We'll get to it. Um, all right. And we got Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Taking on the Riot Squad uh, for the Women's Tag Team Championships. Yeah, like the Riot Squad had a chance. They lost. Next. Ruby. Yeah, Ruby tapped out. To shame. Um, And then we got got MVP and Shelton Benjamin. Or, yeah. MVP was with Shelton Benjamin and Bobby Lashley versus Mustafa Ali. Mm -hmm. And then Retribution shows up. Just and, as all everybody is, mm, all three of them yeah. were about to jump Ali, right? And so then, like they're like telling Ali, like, no, like we gotta fight these guys off first, and then we deal with our own problems or whatever. And Ali, like, yeah, you know what, you're right, and he joins them, yep. and it's four on four with Retribution at ringside there. Yep. And Ali pops out and gets right in fucking T Bar's face, right in his face, and he's just staring him down, and then just turns around and goes, "Get him." Yep. And then they got him. Yeah, and Ali is your uh, new leader leader of Retribution. Yeah, this was fucking dope. I love it. I really hope they tie this into what he was doing before, right? Yeah, the hacker hacker thing. Me too. Um, Yeah, I'm glad. I mean, it gives that's huge for Ali, and Ali's dope. This could be big for Retribution and actually make them a not joke faction and turn them in. You know, you can. Change the direction they were headed, where their trajectory was, what mm-hmm. they were going to be now that you've got Ali in charge of. Right. Right. That's great. And, like, this could be the reverse Nexus. Nexus started out great and ended like shit. And this started like shit and ended <laughs> out great. Right. I mean, look at New Day. Maybe. Right. Remember, like, horrible. Yeah. They were trying to be, like, these gospel shits. Right. Like, <laughs> gospel heels, which right. don't make any fucking no, sense, it but was, it's been, yeah. so. It was such a weird fucking yeah yeah anyway then we got see that should have been the main event and then this was our main event main event uh, Drew McIntyre and the Street Profits teamed up to take on Randy Orton Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode yeah they did and the heels won mm-hmm. uh, and Orton or Drew um, actually got pinned by Orton for the first time since yeah. like February or something or no, no Survivor, Survivor Series Survivor last Series. year, right? Yeah, the last time he was pinned. Yeah, Survivor Series of last year, right. which Almost. is nuts because mm-hmm. WWE never does that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was an overwhelming episode of Raw again. Yeah, well, I guess with that, we'll move on to the Ring of Honor Pure Tournament. Oh yeah, where this week in the A Block we saw Russ Taylor take on Hot Sauce Tracy Williams, and in what I thought was probably the best match so far in the first round. Actually, not even so far was the best match of the first round. Mm-hmm. Hot Sauce Tracy Williams picks up the win. And then uh, over in the B block in the final match, we had PJ Black take on Tony Deppin. Uh Deppin with a very impressive first showing here in Ring of Honor, but PJ Black, the veteran, picks up the win. Mm-hmm. So moving on into the semifinals in block A, uh, the first match, which will be this Monday coming up tomorrow for you buds out there, it will be Jay Lethal taking on David Finley. And in the B block, we will see Jonathan Gresham taking on Matt Seidel. And then in two weeks on October 17th, in the second uh, set of semifinal matches, we will have in the A block Fred Yehi taking on Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. 
And in the B block, we'll see Josh Woods taking on P.J. Black. So we're getting down to the nitty-gritty here. The championship is on Halloween. Nice. So uh, that'll be fun. Yeah. I don't want a hot sauce to win. I love me some hot sauce. Me too. I've been a big fan of him since the very first time I saw him, which I think was when the first time you and I went to an AIW show. Yeah, something like that. Two two and a half years back or whenever. And uh, I've been a big fan of Tracy Williams Mm -hmm. ever since. He looked really good in this tournament too. Nice. He had a good opponent, Russ Taylor, so to be fair. But yeah, with that out of the way, BJ, let's move on to uh, AEW Dark. Yeah. So, uh, I watched again this week. Good show. I watched um, one of the matches this week. Yeah. Great match. So, it's what I want from a dark show. Right. Um, so, we started off with Brandy Rhodes taking on Kenzie Page. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandy ends up picking up the win. But then after the match, um, Anna Jay comes down and goes after Brandy. Yes. And then, um, oh God, I lost her name. Red Velvet uh, shows up and saves Brandy. And comes in for the save for Brandy. So okay. that was pretty interesting. Yeah, we'll see what like, goes there. More stories. Yeah, I like the. I like stories. I like the idea of Brandy and Red Velvet teaming up. Like so. Because she does look like little Brandy, like a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So I think she's hotter than Brandy. Um, I would disagree with you on that one, actually. Yeah, I think Brandy's hotter. Really? Mm-hmm. I think Brandy's more attractive. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't so is Cody. Yeah. Actually, that's not necessarily true. It's not. You just he met Brandy first. You don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could be little Cody then. Like there you go. I could hook up with Red Velvet, and I'll even get a neck tattoo. I was just gonna say you got to get that ridiculous fucking neck tattoo. Yeah, I will. Only better. Okay. Because that's what Red Velvet is. She's like Brandy, only better. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll get a neck tattoo, only better. Um, Black Velvet is better than Black Velvet. Um, Jurassic Express took on Ray Rosas and Eric Watts next. Okay. Jurassic Express won. Surprise. Chaos Project, Serpentico and Luther, took on Lee Johnson and Anthony Bowens. Chaos Project. <coughs> yep. Uh, Will Hobbs took on took on took on, uh, took, on <laughs> took on Ryzen. And Ryzen totally lost this one. Yeah. Uh, fun match. Uh, John Silver took on QT Marshall. Oh, I watched this one too. Yeah, Did I didn't you? realize nice. this. I thought this was from two weeks ago. Okay, I didn't realize yeah, this was from this week's. I did watch this one. Yes. John Silver picked up the. This win, was a fun was match. Jo- I'll watch anything John Silver does. Did you see the new T-shirt? No, not yet. They gave him a Johnny Hungy shirt. Did they really? Yeah. Oh, I gotta see this. Yeah. I'll look it up later. It's so good. But no, John. I'll do, I'll watch anything John Silver does right now. He's yeah. one of my favorite it's people to watch in wrestling. Is. Whether he's wrestling or not, the dude's funny. We'll get to it, but anyway. Um, Brian Pillman Jr. and Griff Garrison teamed up to take on Cesar Bononi and David Ali. Wait, Brian Pillman Jr. and... Gruff McGruff. Who the fuck's that? McGruff, the time crime dog. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tough McGruff. Wasn't that his name? Wasn't his first name Tough? I think. Tough McGruff? Tough McGruff, the crime dog, yeah. Right, he had the fucking... Gruff, no, it was Gruff. Gruff McGruff. Yeah, you're right, it was Gruff. Gruff uh-huh. McGruff, yeah. He had the fucking trench coat, the yeah. brown trench coat and the fucking detective hat. Yeah. Like the turtles would wear in disguise. <clears throat> right. And he always... I, I don't know if he was voiced by, but he always reminded me of uh, Robert Stack from fucking Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, was, okay, yeah. Ooh. I don't know if it's the same voice or not. I don't know. But anyway, uh, Brian Pillman Jr. and Gruff McGruff won. 
So, oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Picking Frank Thelma Jr. Right. So, yeah. Um, all right. Big Squall took on Skylar Moore. And Big Swole won. Mm. And then uh, this was really good, too. This is the other match you watched. Yeah. Uh, Matt Seidel and Michael Naka, Nakazawa. I watched this one just because of the fun story on BTE. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see the play out of it. So Yeah, it was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the story's been that, you know, Matt Nakazawa put some of his baby oil on the top rope, and that's why Seidel slipped in his debut. At All Out. Yeah. Which Nakazawa did because he was jealous that they put Seidel in the Battle Royal instead right. of him. Because right. he wanted to be Because he in. wanted to be 21. Right. <laughs> he thought he should be the wild card. Yep. And they're like, no, this is stupidest. No. But right. yeah. And then, yeah, that came into play in this match, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was glad it did, too. Mm-hmm. It was a nice payoff. But Seidel does pick up the win. Yes. I loved it. Yeah, he puts the baby boy and gets the towel. And um, Eddie Kingston took on Mbadu next. And defeated Mbadu. Yeah. And then he got a hell of a promo on John Moxley after. Of course he did. He's Eddie Kingston. Yeah, always. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. He cut a hell of a promo on some fucking Sour Patch Kids two weeks ago yeah. on B. Lee. So, right. and it was good. Mm-hmm. It was. He loved those fucking Sour Patch Kids. Uh, Angelico defeated Sean Dean. Nice. And then our main event, main event was the Lucha Bros taking on Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss. Lucha Bros won. Yep. Yep. So it was a good show, though. I'm really enjoying Dark. Like, and we had Taz and Excalibur and Ricky Starks on commentary, which was fantastic. Like, I'll probably start watching more of it once the climax is over, but yeah. the G1 climax just takes so much time. Right. It's a couple hours, like, every, you know, a yep. couple hours a day, four days out of the week. Right. On top of all the other wrestling we're watching. Right. Speaking of which, AEW Dynamite. Creeper Creeper. Yeah. Um, Good episode. It was. It was. This two hours flew by again. It was Chris Jericho's 30th uh, anniversary show. Correct. And um, we won't go through all of them. I'll just, we'll just cover them now. Like throughout the show, they had people like congratulating him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the beginning it was mostly just wrestlers and stuff. Right. And then there was a bunch of celebrities through all, like I know Shaq was in there at some point and Kevin mm-hmm. Smith mm-hmm. and, uh, two of the guys from kiss, I think. Yeah. Gene, at least Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley yeah. for sure. I remember I both remember of them. If there was another one or not, but yeah, there was tons of musicians and tons of, uh, Celebrities and I mean it was great. Like it made Tanahashi, really, stupid, yeah, sexy Tanahashi, yeah. and that happened throughout the uh, show too and beyond. Um, right, but there's been a lot of New Japan cheeses throughout the show. I think there was seven in this show. Yeah, um, between like, some, like mentions and other things. So, uh, yeah, but it was it really made Chris Jericho feel like a huge fucking deal. He is a huge. Fucking I mean, deal. He, he should be. He is, but I mean, if if you turned on TV and you saw. What he's been doing recently, yeah. yeah. Since he lost Or you're flipping through and you're, you know, Shaq's like, Chris Jericho's fucking dope. And you're like, oh, I've never heard of Chris Jericho. Right, that's but true. I guess, yeah, you're right. Like, if I'm flipping through the channels and all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute, was that Ted Irvine? And I flip back and he's like, Chris Jericho's the fucking shit. And I'm right. like, well, who the fuck's this Chris? If Ted Irvine says he's yeah. dope, I gotta see who the fuck he is. <laughs> right. And then you find out it's his fucking son. Right, so of course he thinks he's yeah. dope. That's what a good dad does. Yeah. And then our first match of the... I don't think my kids are dope. I know they're dope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Dad points. Nice. Um, <laughs> that was pretty good. That was ridiculous. Yeah. And then we... Uh, our first match of the evening was two meaty men 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Paul yeah. Hobbs taking on Brian Cage for the FTW yeah. World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. This was fucking great. I had a dream last night that I was trying to explain the importance of the FTW Championship to Dribs and Nina, and they just couldn't comprehend it. I actually forgot about that until That's right now. Excellent. It popped into my head as I was saying FTW Championship. That's really good. That's all um, I remember, though. Yeah. But no, this was a great match. Uh, Cage picks up the win. Mm-hmm. And then... It's no uh, surprise there. Right. And then Starks and... Um, Cage hit the ring and Taz offers Hobbs a spot to join. He says, basically, like, join or we're going to beat the fuck out of you. Right. But But Darby Allen comes for up to the save. Right. Not surprising. But he never gave an answer. Or he didn't have a chance to get an answer, so. So we could still have Will Hobbs joining Team Taz. You never know. Yeah. I doubt it, but you never know. I do, too. but I I would like it. I think it would be good for Hobbs. Fuck yeah, it would. I feel like it's already helped Starks feel that much more important, even though... I think Starks would have got himself there very easily. That kid's going to be... He's another one of the future stars of Mm -hmm. AEW now that he's here. He's going to be the next Jungle Boy and fucking MJF. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, I wish they'd do something with Jungle Boy. I really do. I know. They're getting there. Either tag team or singles. Like, just do something with Jungle Boy because, like... No, he's. I think Jungle Boy is a slow three to five year build. But I think he's the most underutilized talent they have right now on their roster that can actually be there. Pac is obviously the most underutilized, but that can actually do like that can actually be here right Right. now with circumstances like no Takara Shida. That's not entirely their fault though. Like, there's only like three women on the women's roster right now. That's not Hikarushita. So, what are they gonna do? That's true. Like, that's kind of not their fault that a lot of their women are overseas, right. like wrestlers. So yeah. they're stuck and can't get here. Yeah. So I can I can let them slide on Sheeta. Yeah. But you're right, she is the most underutilized. But I can let that one slide. Anyway, uh, oh yeah, that collective bundle starts today. Actually, it started last night. AIW had their show last oh, night. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. If I had an extra $700 laying around, I'd get it. But, God. It's only 140 I know. <laughs> I was over-exaggerating, yeah. but that's still fucking That's ridiculous. what I was thinking. I wish we had, like, seven friends. <laughs> right, that watched wrestling. I miss those days. <clears throat> right? That's how we afforded WrestleMania and shit back when I was in my teenage years, is there was, like, eight of us chipping in on that shit. We got pizza and everything, because yeah. there were so many of us. Oh, yeah. Not anymore, sure. man. I can't, get, I can't afford pizza and a WrestleMania. Well, I well, can't because yeah, WrestleMania 10 bucks. But yeah. Anyway, uh, Brush of Greatness. Mm-hmm. Brush with Greatness. Yes. Uh, FTR defending against TH2. Mm-hmm. Um, good match. But yeah, good match. <sighs> like There was a little rust from TH2 here and there. Yeah. Um, the Jack Evans, like, ankle spot was just like... I don't know if it was so well done that he got me or if he really hurt himself. But then, like, it was so well done. But then with, like, two minutes left in the match, he was just flipping around. Right. He never heard it. Right. And that kind of... It took away from it. It took away from it for me. Towards the end. But other than that... The Young Bucks do that a lot. Matt Jackson, I should say, does that a lot. Yeah. And that's what I think bothers me so much about the Bucks and why I have a hard time getting into their mm-hmm. matches. Yeah. So... It's like you've sold so well for like 20 minutes and then you're just going to forget about it for the last two minutes of the match. Yeah. Like, come on, guys. 
<clears throat> oh, and the Bucks were backstage watching the monitor. Uh, From the most fucking ridiculous yeah. angle. They were so jabbing at WWE oh, with this yeah. spot. Like He was pretty much facing away from it with his head. like all Almost like 180 degrees. As yeah. close to 180 degrees as he could get it to look yeah. at the TV. It was fucking ridiculous. It was, it was funny, but it was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it was better than them just super kicking. Yeah. So why don't we never see Nick Jackson anymore? Right? Until just like... Yeah, I don't know. You only hear his voice all of right. a sudden. I don't think he's been on. I don't know. He may not have been there. I don't know. I hope he's okay. There's nothing wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Um, cause yeah, has he even been on BT? Uh-uh. You've heard his voice in the background, but right. you haven't seen him. Right. Which that can be just piped in. Right. So, I don't fucking know. Anyway. Anyways. Uh, yeah, obviously FTR pick up the win. Yes. Um, but then after the match... Uh, well, yeah, the Bucks kicked the super kicked the super kick. They super kicked the fucking cameraman, mm. um, and then best friends came out and said they were wearing a shirt that had FDR dressed as hot dogs, mm-hmm. which was great. And said that yeah, because they're weenies. Yes, <coughs> and uh, you're a hot dog, yeah. but you but then better they, not try to hurt her. Sorry. <laughs> I need to um, watch that. It's been too long. It's been a long time, yeah. Uh, but the best friend said, like, hey, we talked to Tony, and you guys got to face us on the anniversary show next week for the championships. So, yep. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then, Jesus Christ, TNT Championship, Mr. Brody Lee taking on Cody. And <laughs> Cody won. I'm still bummed. Well, the biggest, yeah, the biggest news was uh, the return of a legend and dog collar match survivor, Greg Greg Hammer Valentine. He looked so bored out of his fucking mind (laughs) the whole time he was here. Which is exactly how he's looked pretty much every time I've seen him. Yeah. Yeah. God, when we saw him at, was it All Out, right? Or was it All In? I think it was All In when we saw him. Because all the legends were at All In. All Out was really just AEW's roster because there was no AEW at All In. Right. Yeah. But yeah, that was... (laughs) And he looked exactly the same. He looked bored out of his fucking mind the whole time he he was there. He didn't want to be there. He's sitting there like, why the fuck did I choose wrestling to get into? This is the stupidest fucking shit. God damn, I just want to go fucking home. Why do I have to do this to make money? Yeah. Um, (laughs) Right? how he looked yeah so but yeah this match though Jesus Christ this was nuts it was great I still can't there's a couple little botches here and there but I still can't believe they gave it to people for free like this is this was a pay-per-view quality match for sure this was like a main event event quality paper like yeah amazing um got your normal Cody bled of course Mm because Cody's gonna bleed yeah win in Rome yeah. So then Brody bled. Yeah. Cody picked up the win with the crossroads onto the oh, chain. But the first person to bleed was fucking John Silver. And he yeah. wasn't even and in, he the wasn't in the match. match. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> which was great. John Silver's um, the shit. But yeah, Cody picks up the win, which I yeah, disagree I with. I do too. Because, yeah, it makes it feel like he just went to. He did. It was know. just Brody was a transitional champion. Just for yeah, Cody. So he could go. They didn't want the I will say my, my biggest complaint with AEW is they don't know how to build a heel right now. They're yeah. struggling with, like, yeah. I don't know why, but they're struggling <coughs> with heels. Right. Yeah, you can't. The, the heels have to come out on top every once in a while. 
Or it's not going to mean anything when the baby faces thwart them. Right, and it didn't because Brody hadn't had it long enough for it to mean anything right. to Cody. Like, Cody should have lost this would, one. Even if they would have waited three weeks for, or, you know, delayed this all three weeks and had Cody come back and win it back at full gear, it would have meant more. Right. That he was out for longer, you know. And especially, he should have just been a surprise, full gear, boom, Cody's music hits, right. everybody goes fucking ape shit. <coughs> right. Instead of teasing it, and then a week later, Cody wins. If you were going to yeah. tease it, Cody should have lost. Mm-hmm. Or surprise us and let Cody win. Yeah. And yeah, it should have been longer than four weeks. Mm-hmm. It wasn't long enough. No. Yeah. I think um, full gear was too soon, personally. Yeah. I mean, I would have melt like... I mean, for Cody to come back, I yeah. think it would have been better if Cody would have been gone longer for... What's yeah. after full gear, double or nothing? Yeah. yeah. January. So come back double or nothing. Yeah. I don't know. Or even come back at full gear and lose... And then have to build himself back up, which would be fun, too. Yeah. To, yeah, anyway. Um, but afterwards, Cody cuts a pretty good babyface promo. No surprise Says, like, you guys Cody think does. I came out with the black hair and thought I was going to be a bad guy, but nope, I fucking love you guys. Mm-hmm. So, um, he's like, but, you know, I promise when I got this title first time, we'll continue it. I will defend next Every week. Kid. And Which that part I am happy about. I did like mm-hmm. the weekly defenses of it. It reminds yeah. me of Cena's open U.S. challenge back mm-hmm. in the day. And uh, Tony asked who he's going to defend against, and out walks Orange, Orange Cassidy. freshly squeezed Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Gave him a thumbs up, and Cody replied with one. And so next we week, Cody Rhodes versus Orange Cassidy mm-hmm. for the TNT Championship. Yep, I want Orange yep. to win, even though he won't. Right. You know, and this is kind of weird though, too. Like he just lost. Right. Last week or two weeks ago, whenever that was. But anyway. Um, <clears throat> then we announced three more names for the uh, AEW World Championship number one contender tournament. Yep. Uh, Wardlow, yep. Colt Boom Boom Cabana, Cabana, and Hangman Adam Page. Yep. So afterwards, Alex Marvez interviews Kenny about it. <laughs> and this was fucking fantastic. This was good. It was, you know, it was basically the... Uh, Dolph protests too much promo. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I, you know, I don't care about Hangman. I don't care that he's in this tournament. Like, he's a tag team guy. Like, I don't have to worry about that. Right. And, God. Yeah. He I, just I, kept it, mentioning Hangman over and over and over again in the promo. It's yeah, so good. They're really doing really such good. a good job mm-hmm. with this story. They really are. <coughs> so, um, right. Serena Deeb uh, took on Big Swole next. I didn't really pay attention to no, this match. No, me either. I was talking to my buddy BJ during this match. Yeah, but uh, Swole won. So. Swole. Swole. And then uh, Swole. Moxley cut a promo afterwards Swole. that was really good about Lance. And then um, the it end was. of it was the... Because he's like, I know. Yeah. He's like I, yeah. like, I know what you're capable of. I'm not mm-hmm. stupid. I know what I'm getting myself right. into. But I'm not worried about it because at the end of the day, everybody dies and he just finishes his cup of coffee and walks the fuck off. Yeah. Or whatever he was drinking. Well, he took I don't a know shot. when he was drinking. Yeah. I don't know. He took a shot or something. Well, I just remember he was drinking something. I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. And he walked off. Yep. And it was really well done. Of course yeah. it is. Moxley's a great promo. Mm-hmm. Like, he's way, like, that's his strong point, in Especially my Especially when he's not restricted like he used to be. So. He was a good promo when he was restricted like he used to be. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. He was one of those few guys that like could still do could it. actually make it work. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then we got our main event. Main event. 
Uh, Chaos Project, Luther and Serpentico taking on the Inner Circle, Chris Jericho and Jake Hager. Yeah, this was more fun than I thought it was going to be, yeah, too. it was a lot of fun. Um, Jericho and Hager pick up the win. Oh, yeah. Still. Uh, yeah, Jericho picks up the win, hits Luther with the... Um, I still... Judas Effect. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out. I've been watching... I've been paying more attention this run. I mm-hmm. think Hager... I think I've underappreciated Hager in the past. I actually think he's a little bit better than mm-hmm. I gave him credit for. The more I'm watching yeah, him, he's always with Jericho been, right yeah, now. He's always been decent in the ring. I feel like he's... His strong... His I feel like he really should be an upper mid-carder. Like, yeah. I feel he's on that... I can understand why they gave him a world title mm-hmm. before, too, now in WWE. Yeah. I can see it. I never got it. I'm yeah. seeing it now. Yeah. He just... He's not that great of a speaker. Yeah, usually his character was so bad... You didn't care about his wrestling, and that was the problem. And now he's just him. WWE. He's yeah. just him, and I like it because yeah. it gives me. And now he's just a badass. It like gives that feeling. Around. But yeah, I like it. So. But yeah, him and Jericho pick up the victory yeah. here. Obviously, they're not going to lose mm-hmm. to Serpentico on Jericho's thirtieth. Yeah, and then afterwards, um, a little bit of the bubbly's back. Yeah, a bunch of stuff, and then. Um, MJF and Wardlow end up coming down. Yeah, interrupting Jericho to give him a present. Yeah, and it was, well, it was two presents. One was Clownico, the clown. Clownico, yeah. Clownico was holding a present, too. Yeah, and he was holding a present, which was a painting of MJF. Yes. And Jericho, yeah, framed. And Jericho grabbed it and smashed it over... The clown's, the clown's head. head and clown said that he hates clowns. And uh, Never hit him with the Judas effect. A fucking brutal looking Judas effect. That yeah. clown sold it. Right? Yeah, he did. That was cool. Or he's dead. One of the two. Hopefully. Fucking clowns. Um, I'm with Jericho on that. Yeah. Fuck those clowns. And then after that, uh, right after then, they kind of paused and Jericho and MJF just started laughing and having fun with it. And then mm-hmm. we got the, uh, the old SNL ending. With Jericho being every member of everything, right? He did everything on this show, so and everybody came and out. Credits and, and all the heels, the heel locker room yeah. clears to the ring and to celebrate his anniversary yeah. with him. And as the credits roll, AEW goes off the air. Yeah. And that was AEW yeah. Dynamite Creeper Creeper. Yeah. Another excellent fucking episode. Mm-hmm. And that takes us on to NXT, cousin cousin. Yep. I have no clue what the fuck happened on NXT. I don't either. So, we'll, we'll learn together, buddy. Here we go. Uh, well, they started off with Champa taking on Kushida. And, uh... I bet Champa won. Champa did win by disqualification. Okay. That's stupid, but... Yeah. Um... Kushida should have won. And you, got, you buds know, especially you long-term buds, if you've been around for a season or two now, you fucking know how much I love Tommaso yeah. Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa needs to start doing jobs for people. Yeah. I'm just... Yeah. I don't mean every time. He's got to win sometimes or he's going to be nothing. He means nothing. And a win against him means nothing. But, like, he needs to put somebody over and he's not. Like, Mm -hmm. he didn't do it with Austin Theory. Here, they got a chance with Kushida. Doesn't do it with Kushida. Like, this is how you get new stars over. So, Velveteen Dream came and interrupted this match. Oh, fuck Velveteen And that's why the disqualification. Fuck Velveteen Dream. And that's why Champ. And what happened Kushida? was he went after Kushida. Kushida ducked out of the way 
and Dream ended up hitting Champa uh, instead and causing the disqualification. Still stupid. So the whole thing was just to dumb. build the storyline. A dumb way to build the storyline. They didn't yeah. need to or build bring this Champa match. into the storyline. I guess is what it seems like. So I just like I don't know. Yeah. I feel like NXT starting to go the way of WWE booking, and it bothers me because mm-hmm. I've loved NXT for so long, and I don't. It's like W. It's hurt me. All it's breaking my heart again. Like I loved Raw mm-hmm. for fucking years of my life, and now it's so atrocious to try to watch an episode of Raw, yeah. and I don't want them to do the same thing in my NXT that they did to yeah. my Monday Night Raw. Yeah, um, I want to enjoy Raw again. I miss Monday Night Wrestling. Right. I miss fucking. Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton and some of these other guys that I really fucking like, but the shit they're doing is so garbage, I don't want to fucking watch it. <laughs> Rant over. Okay. Um, I do kind of like this whole thing. So, Killian Dane and Drake Maverick teamed up to okay. face Ever-Rise. It seems like they're doing they've something been... with Maverick and Dane, because they've been together yeah. a few times now. Well, yeah, what they're doing is, basically... Drake Maverick keeps championing for them to be, be a, a team, team, right? And like Dane doesn't want to do it; he's very reluctant. And but like, he's got to come around yeah. eventually, you know he is, right? And like Drake Maverick, um, actually got them their own music this week. Oh, nice! That's pretty dope. Yeah, so they have music together, and, but so he needs how to the get match, a matching tag outfits yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So what? How the match went though was basically Drake was in there the whole time. And then Killian Dane got uh, ended up coming in and power bombing Drake Maverick oh, fuck. onto one of the other guys in Everrise for the pin, and Drake Maverick and Killian Dane win win the match. That's great. And That's then, a good ending. Yeah, I like that. And then Drake Maverick tries to celebrate afterwards, and uh, Dane wasn't having it, and he gave him a haymaker and fucking knocked him out. It is good to hear. See, this is this makes you happy to hear NXT hasn't completely gone the way of. Yeah, all, but like it sounds fun. Yeah, no, um, I like this. I, yeah. I do like this. So then, Austin Theory took on Leon Ruff next, uh, and won. Yeah, that doesn't surprise. And me. then Dexter Loomis came down and challenged. Um, oh, Austin Theory was doing like. Or he had a match with Leon Roth, and he's like, that was too easy. I'm going to do an open challenge. Oh. So Dexter, Dexter Lemus comes down. And accepted. And then accepted. And, and crushed him, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. Nice. Um, <clears throat> and then like this Ridge is where, we, yeah, Ridge hit Holland. Okay, so Ridge Holland wasn't a match. He was taking on Danny Birch. Okay. Yeah. And this is where that get, uh, that the, clip that from earlier we're talking about where he breaks his fucking leg. It's like pointing 180 degrees like his toe is on the floor and his heel is pointing up and his knee is also pointing up and that's not how that's supposed to work if your knee's pointing up your toe should be pointing up and they weren't so basically it was was it was was it danny or oni went oni went i think it was oni went for a dive um yeah and ridge holland just did not plant his foot right and couldn't catch him yep and just fucking snapped and it, his knee, too. Because mm-hmm. um, what, like, yeah, his left leg was up and not planted, which made his ankle hit and break and his knee buckle and fucking tore something. Like, he's out for a little while. And they were just starting to push this guy, too. Like, 
Yeah. He's barely had any matches or anything yet. Yeah, it was bad. Though, so. uh, Shotzi took on Zia Lee next. Mm-hmm. And Shotzi ended up picking up the win. Um, Boa showed up afterwards and gave... Who? Boa. Who's Boa? Um... I don't know who this is. Is this a member of Retribution? No. He's... He's, um... The big Chinese... Or the one Chinese guy. The one that they signed? No, not that one. Like, or Japanese. I think he's Japanese. Or Filipino something. I don't. that guy. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, he shows up and, um... Gives... Zaya an envelope... Oh, so, okay. And that's it. And she was confused. And that, yeah. So that might be going somewhere. Starting a faction or something? Maybe, yeah. And then uh, our main event. Main event! Ember Moon and Rhea Ripley teamed up to take on Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. I hope the faces won. Yeah, duh. They did. Especially with that being Ember Moon's first match back. Right. Did you see any of that by and chance? Who knows? It might be, uh, I did not. I just wondering how she looked. It, yeah, it might be Rhea's last. Imagine so. a little. Little ring rust would be to be expected for as long as Rhea's been out. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. I gotta go to the grocery store. Fair enough. Um, I guess that takes us on to yeah. SmackDown Live, Live, Sister Sister. Sister. Yep. Um, so we started off as the draft, first night of the draft. Yes. That doesn't mean much, but still. Um, they pretty much went, they went the same as last year. Uh, Raw gets three picks, SmackDown gets two, Stephanie McMahon's coming out to a podium and just telling us who they are. Yep. So, um, that's how we start with our first five picks. Um, and so Drew McIntyre gets drafted by Raw, mm-hmm. Roman Reigns gets drafted by SmackDown, mm-hmm. and Asuka gets drafted by Raw. Okay. So that's pretty much, um, yeah, that. And then Seth Rollins gets drafted by SmackDown, which is huge. Right. Because this is Seth Rollins' first time on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then uh, the whole Hurt business gets drafted by Raw. Which so, was smart. Yeah. Take the fact. Um, so basically, every championship that was available at this point um, got drafted. So, yeah. Because, um, yeah, WWE will stay on Raw. Universal will stay on SmackDown. Yep. Raw Women's will stay on Raw. And uh, the U.S. will stay on Raw. So, and then um, Kayla Braxton interviews Seth Rollins about coming to SmackDown. Yes. So that's basically because she well she starts she's like so you're not the Monday Night Messiah anymore. She's like it's not the name or he's like it's not the name that mattered. It was the message and. I'll bring my message to SmackDown, basically. I like that. Yeah. That's good enough. Yeah. Then we got, this was fucking fantastic. Okay. Uh, Falls Count Anywhere match. Big E versus Sheamus. Yeah, you told me this was yeah. a lot of fun. Like, this was a lot of fun. They went everywhere. Big E ended up getting covered in, like, flour and shit. <laughs> of course he did. Uh, they both <laughs> of course got, he fucking yeah, did. They both got, um, yeah, because they ended up in the kitchen or the catering area. Fucking Big E, Yeah, man. and, um. Why is he not a champion already? Right? And then they uh, uh, they both went through car windshields or back shields. I don't know. Um, I think they're still windshields if they're in the back. I don't know. Back windshield. Right? Anyway. I have no clue. But Big A ends up picking up the win. Uh, he jumped. He gave the big ending to 
Seamus off a car through two tables. Nice. Which was pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty classy. Yeah. I like it. So, it was dope. Yeah. Um, and then... There was an... Then afterwards... Well, there was, like, a video package and mm-hmm. about Sasha and Bailey. Okay. And then Jey Uso made his entrance to the ring. Um, but... Then we went to commercial and came back. Then there was an interview with Big e, Big E, and then um, before anything could happen, someone with a hoodie walks on, takes the hoodie off, and it's Kofi Kingston. Nice. And he's like, "Oh, and I got another surprise." And Xavier walks up, and Darius. So they're back. Yeah. And they talk about how they want the tag team championships back, and you kind can kind of look at like. Biggie, the whole time that they're saying about talking about the tag team championships, you can tell he's not really into it though, right? Which is cool. So, um, but then when they start doing the New Day Rocks thing, they get pretty excited. Well, yeah, because New Day does rock, they do. Um, I hope all three of them keep saying it forever. So, oh, yeah, they better. We'll get um, and then, so Jay Uso is We will get to forever, eventually. We will. Jay Uso, um, yeah. Remember, he came down to the ring like 20 minutes ago, and... I didn't, but okay. Yeah. It wasn't 20 minutes ago. It was before the Big E. Right. New Day stuff. But anyway. He's in the ring. He's in the ring. He's got a microphone. And he's, yeah. And he's like, tables. okay, Roman, come down here. What's the stipulation? And so Roman, uh, and I like how, so they're building this, this is good. So Paul Heyman shows on the screen and it's like, Roman's not coming down there. He, he's the universal championship. He does what he wants when he wants. And, um, <clears throat> truth. Yeah. And as a good heel should. Yeah. Um, but he's like, so the stipulation is now it's a hell in a cell. I quit match is what it is. I like that. Yeah. So that's what they're going to do. But then he said it's going to cost you something too at the end. So that's another tease that there's going to be another like something. If you don't win, this happens. And I hope it's if it, it's a, if you don't win, you, you follow me. Like you join me. Yeah. Yeah. That could be cool. You become tag champions, take your rightful place in the tribe. Like, you know? Right. That's what I want. That would be neat. Yeah. So, um, but I do like the idea. Yeah. Um, Jeez. oh, this is, ex- here's exactly what he said at the end. Okay. He said, and which is, makes it even more fantastic. He says, I love you, but after you say I quit, there will be consequences. Nice. So, yeah, just teasing. There's going to be more. Yes. All right. And we got our next, uh, oh, so Stephanie comes out. And says, fuck it, we're going to do, go ahead and do the New Day versus Cesaro and Shinsuke for the tag championships. Yay! So that's going to happen later. And then we got some more draft picks. And uh, AJ Styles is going back to Raw. Okay. Uh, to get away from Paul Heyman. Yep, obviously. Um, <clears throat> Sasha Banks is staying on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Naomi is going to Raw. Yes. Which I hope will be good for her. Uh, the Hurt Business is already teasing. So MVP, yeah, fucking good. That would be good. Um, Bianca Belair uh, heads to SmackDown, which should definitely be good for her. Mm-hmm. And then, even though the tag, Women's Tag Team Champions 
can go anywhere they want. Raw drafts the women's tag team champions, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. They can go anywhere they want while they're tag team champions. Yeah. Then they're on Raw afterwards, so right. that's why you'd <clears throat> want to get them. Right, which makes sense, but it's stupid. Right. Um, AJ Styles uh, is like there via Skype or whatever, talking about, you know, <clears throat> how he's uh, going to Raw, but and he's kind of glad. Mm-hmm. Like, he's kind of offended that he wasn't the number one pick for SmackDown, but so he's glad he's going to Raw, and he gets away from, uh... Paul him? The... Well, yeah. But he, he he said he... Yeah, he doesn't want to be surrounded by cheaters like Jeff Hardy and neg- neck-bearded loudmouths like Sami Zayn. That's good. Yeah. I like the jabs on his way out. <laughs> yeah. So. Neck-bearded loudmouth. Yeah. And then... Oh... So apparently this started on social media for this to happen. Um, so the Miz and John Morrison are taking Jeff taking on Jeff Hardy and Matt Riddle. Okay. And they there was actually some stuff on um, social media that made this make sense, which was cool. So basically Matt Riddle was like, oh man, you know, this could be my last time being with the legend Jeff Hardy on the same show because of the draft. It'd be cool if we could team together before the draft. Mm-hmm. And Jeff Hardy's like, fuck yeah, let's do it. And then Miz or Morrison are like, you guys suck, we'll beat you. Nice. And then, so yeah, so that's where we leads to match. this. And we do get uh, Riddle picking up the win. Nice. Uh, with Bro Derrick. So, that's cool. Yeah. It's pretty dope. Feel good, feel good mornings. Yeah. Um, no. But afterwards, After. um, I don't care. Lars Sullivan makes his return. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah, and beats the shit out of Jeff Hardy and Matt Riddle. Nice. So Okay. Yeah. Cool. And then The Miz. Oh, he beat The Miz, too. Fuck The Miz. So, and, my God, Michael Cole called him the freak, I think, at least a dozen times in about a minute and a half. The um, freak! The freak! The freak is here! The freak of danger! He's a freak! That guy's a freak! Look at the freak! It's a freak! Yeah. He does have a full beard now. Nice. Me and too. so how about someone tweeted... Uh, how about it? The, a picture from like the gay porno thing yeah. that he was in. And they were like, still the best thing that Lars Sullivan has ever been in. And uh, Triple H liked it. Nice. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, God damn it. Mm-hmm. And so Stephanie McMahon comes down. Again, and she says, since Lars Sullivan is back, he will be put in the pool for Monday's draft. Okay, so great. He will That's be eligible on Monday. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ricochet got drafted by Raw. Okay. <clears throat> Jay Uso got drafted by SmackDown. Okay. Mandy Rose got drafted by Raw. Okay. Ray and Dominic Mysterio got drafted by SmackDown. Okay. And they're going with Seth. Yeah. Uh, and then I kind of, now I kind of hope Murphy stays on Raw. I hope Murphy stays on Raw and I would love to see Raw like use like their last pick to, uh, draft like Aaliyah. That would be hilarious. That would be funny. Um, and then yeah, keeping his streak alive, the Miz heads and, and John Morrison head to Raw. Yeah. So the Miz always gets traded. Yeah. All the times. Um, Okay, and then 
Then we got our SmackDown Women's Championship match. Sasha Banks versus Bayley. Was this the main event? Uh, no. Wow. Should have been. No, I shouldn't have. Um, <clears throat> basically, it starts Sasha beats the shit out of Bayley for like a minute and a half. And then Bayley gets pissed, grabs a chair, hits Sasha disqualification. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So that was like, like fucking point. And that's all it was. The point was that we had to have a reason to set up Hell in a Cell. But they should have just not touched until then, but whatever. Stupid. So. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. And then Banks got mad because of the disqualification and grabs her own chair and beats the shit out of Bailey. And then she puts it around Bailey's neck. And tries to jump. And Why are they trying her. to make us not care about this? Right. I mean, it was well done for what it was. It just, of course it was. It's Bailey yeah. and Sasha. Yeah. They're so amazing. They could do anything. Right. They can make chicken salad out of chicken shit. Yeah. I think that's how the saying goes. Um, and then backstage, we see Kevin Owens preparing for his match later, and Alexa Bliss just kind of walks up to him, looks at him, and just says, "Let me let him in," and then Please. stares him down. That was good. Uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championships, Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura. Jesus Christ, this is taking like an episode fucking raw, man. Yeah, it was good. It was actually good, though. But, well, it's because we had the draft, and the draft was like, it takes me That's longer. That's true. It, ta- it takes way longer to talk about it than it actually took for it to happen right, on TV. Right, because it was like 30 seconds right. on TV, and right. we're discussing it, discussing it. Right, so, that makes yeah. sense, then. Um... But yeah, the New Day end up picking up the win. Yes, uh, and are your new tag yeah. team champions. Right. SmackDown tag team champions. Right. But uh, Stephanie McMahon comes down with the last selections of the evening. And uh, the first pick going to SmackDown, or going to Raw, is your SmackDown, new SmackDown tag team champions, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. And so, yeah, so this happened first, and Xavier Woods was fucking fantastic. Oh, yes. Uh, he because he looks at it, he looks at the screen because it had their picture up there, and he looks at Steph and he's like, "Why didn't you say E's name? Say E's name? Like, why didn't you say E? Like, that's that's like what's going, like <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. And then and then she even seems sad when she announced it. She's like, "And the next pick by SmackDown, Big E, and they just." Like, Biggie, they all start almost, like, just tearing up. Like, it was really fun. There was probably some legit emotion there, too. Well, yeah. Those guys have been together for fucking years now. Right. Right. I know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Dana Brooke went to Raw. Okay. Dana Brooke went to Raw. Mm -hmm. Otis stayed on SmackDown. Okay. And Angel Garza got uh, drafted to Raw. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Wasn't he already on Raw? Huh? Wasn't he already on Raw? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, sure. you still got a draft to keep people. True. Yeah, because they're all there. And then, oh, and this was stupid because they've been promoting like all week that Otis was going to go to trial about his. Oh yeah, that was going to be briefcase yeah. or whatever. Right, and um, they didn't. Yeah, and then they didn't because Surprise. said the Miz, uh, Mrs. Lawyers filing a continuance to drag it out to cost Otis more money. Okay. So, in their trial tonight. At least they gave a reason and it just didn't happen. Right. Which was plausible still. Right. Um, and 
Sasha Banks, yeah, cut a really emotional promo. It's challenging for the Hell in the Cell match. Okay. Really That's three now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And then... Uh, uh, yeah, we got our main event. Finally, main event! The Fiend Bray Wyatt taking on Kevin Owens. Yeah. In The Fiend's first fucking televised match. match, yeah, since he became The Fiend. It's pretty fucking mm -hmm. crazy to think he's been around for almost two years since his Mm -hmm. first televised match. Yeah. Um, But yeah, and this is what they needed. This is what they should have kept The Fiend doing. This was back to, like, being superhuman. Right. Um, You know, Owens ended up... The finish was pretty cool, too. He had the mandible claw in on Owens, and instead of going straight down, Owens actually, like, kind of reversed it and hit the stunner on the Fiend, and the stunner straight up no-selled it. Ne- fingers never left his mouth through That's the dope. whole thing and kept it on until, uh, and then he slammed Kevin Owens and got the pin. It was pretty dope. That's tough. <laughs> yep. That is pretty And then he was kind of celebrating, or no, right after the match, lights like straight up go out. Fiend's gone. And mm -mm. top of the ramp, Fiend and Alexa Bliss staring like lovingly and and loving, creepingly lovingly in each other's eyes. I can take that. Like it was, it was a pretty dope, pretty dope ending. Yeah. It was actually a very enjoyable two hours of SmackDown. Nice. So. I, as I said before, I might give it a shot after New Japan's yeah. G1 Climax 30 is completed yeah. with. To me, like, yeah, I wish I had to, I wish I, I need to get back into watching NXT, but between watching AEW Dark, Dark, and SmackDown, it's not been too bad. Yeah, and for me, it's been Ring of Honor, Dynamite, and <coughs> G1. Oh, and Dynamite, yeah. Yeah, obviously Dynamite. Obviously Dynamite. That's, that goes with us. That's my favorite of the shows overall right yeah, now. Yeah, me too. So... But speaking of New Japan, let's get into the G1 Climax here to finish out the weekly reviews. We've got number 9 through 13 to cover with you, Buds, this week. Okay. So, starting off, night 9 sees us with the A block. We saw Shingo Takaji defeat Yujiro Takahashi. Mm-hmm. Still can't, poor guy can't get a fucking win. Nope. We saw Jeff Cobb defeat Jay White in a really fucking good match. Nice. And the biggest, so far in my opinion, the biggest disappointment of matches in the entire tournament Mm-hmm. We saw Okada defeat Minoru Suzuki. Yeah. That should have been fucking amazing. Uh, we saw Ishii defeat Taichi. And then we also saw in the main event, and actually one of my favorite matches of the whole tournament so far, Kota Ibushi defeated one William Osprey. Nice. That was, like I said, that match was fucking fantastic, dude. Mm-hmm. I recommend if you buds can find it, you go check it out. Uh, after that, we move on to night 10 in the B block. We had Hiroki Goto defeat Yano. Um, this match is definitely worth checking out because yeah. it's all of like eight seconds or something. Mm. It's the shortest match in G1 18. history. 18? 18 seconds. And it's the shortest match in G1 mm. history. Yeah. And again, that's Goto defeating Toriyano. And it was perfect, too. It was yeah. for a Yano match. If you buds out there are any fan or know anything about Yano, it was perfect for a Yano mm. loss. So, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and then after that, we saw Sonata defeat Zack Sabre Jr. We saw Evil pick up the victory over Juice Robinson. Uh, we saw our double champion Naito defeat Yoshihashi. And in the main event over here, and, and it's an okay match, I guess. 
Excuse me, we saw Hiroshi Tanahashi, or Stupid Sexy Tanahashi, defeat Kenta. So, yeah, that was, mm-hmm. was um, night 10 overall was my mm-hmm. least favorite night of the whole tournament so far. Uh, the auto match was amazing, but the rest of them I felt were a little lackluster. Yeah. Uh, but that all changes quickly as we move right back on to night 11 in the A block. We start off with, uh, what, Ishii defeated Takahashi, who still can't pick up a fucking victory. Right. We saw Okada defeat Jeff Cobb in probably Okada's best match so far in the tournament. Nice. One hell of a fucking barn burner between Osprey and Minoru Suzuki with okay. Osprey picking up the victory. Uh, Jay White defeated Tai Chi here. And in the main event, and this, in my opinion, a surprise victory, but this has been one of the best matches of the tournament as well. We saw Shingo pick up the victory over Kota Ibushi. I did not expect that, but that match was fucking amazing. These two beat the fuck out of each other. It was dope. Nice. Uh, Back to the D block. In night 12, we had Hiroki Goto pick up another victory against Yoshihashi, who's not having much luck in this tournament either. We saw Zack Sabre Jr. beat Toriano. This was a pretty fun match, too. Uh, this was actually, like, I think Yano's longest match he's ever had in the G1 tournament, I do believe. Yeah, 12 minutes um, and 20 seconds. It was really fucking good, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I recommend you buds check this one out. Zack Sabre Jr. worked really well with Yano here. Um, Sonata defeated Kenta. Uh, our double champion, Naito, defeated Juice Robinson. And Evil, with Dick to go, defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi. Stupid, sexy guy. And then uh, at about 5.30 this morning for BJ and I, we had night mm-hmm. 13. And I have not actually seen these results yet. So this is my first time seeing them. So mm-hmm. night 13, taking us back to the A block, we saw Jeff Cobb defeat Ishii. Uh, I bet that was a dope match. Yeah. We saw Jay White defeat Takahashi, who still hasn't picked up a fucking victory. We saw Will Ospreay defeat Emperor Tai Chi. Uh, Kota Ibushi defeated Minoru Suzuki, and in the main event, we saw Okada defeat Shingo, which is pretty surprising. So, uh, in the A block... With a referee stoppage. Really? It says referee stoppage at 27 minutes and 45 seconds. Oh, fuck. I can't wait to see that. Um, So yeah, in the A block, we have a four-way tie for first with 10 points. We have Okada, Ibushi, Jay White and Will Ospreay. And then we have, what, a five-way tie for for fifth with mm-hmm. Ishii, Shingo Takaji, Minoru Suzuki, Tai Chi, and Jeff Cobb all at six points. And then we have Yojiro Takahashi at zero points. Mm-hmm. And there are two matches remaining for the A-block participants at this point. They've all wrestled seven yeah. of their nine. In the B-block, they all still have three matches left because they'll be going... 5.30 this morning for you buds out there if you're listening to it on release date tomorrow morning for BJ and I. Uh, sitting alone at the top with only one loss so far, we have Naito with 10 points. Uh, in second place, sitting by himself in second mm-hmm. place, is Evil with 8 points at 4-2. and two. Yeah. Uh, Then we have a big tie for, si- for third place at 6 points with Stupid Sexy Tanahashi, Juice Robinson, Zack Sabre Jr., Yano and Hiroki Goto and Sonata. And then in next to last ninth, we have Kento with four points. And in last place in the B block, we have Yoshihashi with two. And as we mentioned, we have uh, three matches for the B block participants left. Their next matches will be Yoshihashi 
uh, versus Zack Sabre Jr., Yano versus Kenta, Juice Robinson versus Sonata, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Hiroki Goto, and the main event, which will be fucking great too, Naito versus Evil, where if Evil wins, Evil will be tied for number one with Naito, at least, and potentially some other guys with six points right now who wins. Right. And it'll be a huge tie for both blocks, <clears throat> which is kind of what I see happening. That seems to be the story of this I think, G1. Yeah. Well, because, so, yeah, I was looking at the last nights of it, and mm-hmm. that's kind of where I see it going to. Yeah. Because, well, yeah, so the last night, Naito faces Kenta, and Sonata faces Evil. So, so that's what it is, seems like. Yeah. They might even be setting then, up some tiebreakers this year. And I also think that, uh, I think it might come down to Osprey and Okada. I'd be fine with that. Because That'd be fucking facing, amazing. They're facing each other on the, their last night. On their last night? That's dope, too. So, we'll, well see. Well, with that, then let's, now that the reviews for the week are over, let's move on to yeah. number 36, Kenny Omega, yeah. as we continue counting down the top 100. When was yours from? Uh, 2017. Okay, mine was way earlier. Mine so was 2011. You get to go first, BJ. I watched Kenny Omega versus Fergal Devitt. Uh, nice. Or Finn Balor for you WWE fans out there. Uh, from New Japan. Like okay. I said, 2011. About a 12-minute match. So, like... Obviously, this was before either of them were big stars. They were just, right. you know, coming up. Um, it's dead. Red Shoes was the ref, which nice. was cool. And... Fale was a young lion at the time. That's dope. And it was hilarious because he was on the outside and he was bigger than everybody. Right? That's why he's huge. <laughs> and, like, it was hilarious. That is good. Um, but honestly, yeah, this was a great match. Like, you could see. So, the only things I really saw that Kenny has Kenny definitely fixed since then was... Um, he took that slow down advice that we always talk about. Like he was too fast in this. Too, trying in this to do match. too much, yeah. Yeah, um, and he didn't like slow down. There's he's some still running. He still carries a pretty quick pace for a match most he, of the time. Yeah, he does, but sometimes he, or he can depending on yeah, the opponent. He's learning to soak it in more. Absolutely, and um, I think that all comes with age and experience. Both yeah. that's true of life. I've learned to slow right. down and enjoy the little things more than I did when I was fucking sixteen or whatever. Well, yeah, right. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like I said, good match. You, you could see definitely that they both had it, you know? So, um, that being said, putting him on this list, fuck man. So like Kenny's had the best matches of this decade. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, what, the second ever, third ever Gaijin New Japan champion? It's a small number. Yeah, it's a, it is a small number. But he wasn't that big until, you know, middle of the decade. I get that. I don't know. It's going to be hard. I mean, he is going to be in that. I mean, he's the top, like, top three, I think. I think he's ahead of Mysterio and Lesnar. Um, yeah. You know, it's going to be him and McIntyre and all this. Like, Yes. 
Agree. I'll agree but, with you right there. But I just don't know what that order is. I'm going to loosely just put it out there and say I think he's my number one right now. Okay. I think. It's tough, but it I is. think he's my number one. Um, but also, I think because of the matches I watched specifically, yeah. I watched the trilogy, Omega Okada, all three from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah. But the match that's actually the match for the show here, uh, the one that I chose to pick, you know, was actually the second of their matches, which mm-hmm. happened from New Japan's Dominion on June 11th, 2017. This was the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, uh, one fall 60 minutes time limit. Um... So the story here, basically, is Omega's the one person that Okada couldn't beat with the Rainmaker. He hit, I don't know how many fucking Rainmakers in this match, mm-hmm. and couldn't put Omega away. And then on the flip side, it was that Okada was definitely the better wrestler, and like definitely was going to win this match, eventually, unless Omega could pull out that fucking one-winged angel. Right. And that was, that was the story here. Mm-hmm. And he did once. And the only reason Okada survived is because basically his foot got on the rope from, like, from the move. So he got out of the pen from that. Um, uh, Yeah, so this went to the time limit draw. It went to 60 minutes. Uh, He hit one, he, Okada hit one big rainmaker at the end and was crawling to victory. It looked like he finally put Omega away when the time ran out. And, um, so, yeah, it was mm-hmm. fucking... <sighs> to watch all three of them in a row just made them all seem that much better, honestly. Because, well, I only watched the trilogy. So, um, yeah. I only watched the first three. So, right. it was enough. I didn't watch the fourth one, but I imagine because I know how it ends... It all tells a fucking great story together of all four matches together. Right. These two are... And I don't mean like... Um, I don't mean like fucking in, in the way they, they're backstage shenanigans. I just mean in the ring. They're like how Sean and Brett were together. Yeah. Like everything they did was fucking magic and was mm-hmm. amazing. And it was the same here with Omega and Okada. Um, I found out this was only the fourth... 60-minute draw in the history of IWGP. There had only oh, been really? three ever 60-minute championship championship match draws in the history of the IWGP. So, yeah, and as I said, I think Omega is going to be number one. Yeah. I think, for now. But that's really hard. It's really yeah, fucking hard. I'm going to debate, yeah. Because, like, Rey Mysterio, better than Omega. I mean, but it's only the decade, not forever. Right, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But I guess with that, we'll move on to news and or rumors. Uh, mm-hmm. I got a couple things for us. I guess since we're on New Japan, let's pop this one off right now. The World Tag League and Best of the Super Junior Tournament 27 are coming this winter. Yes. Two tournaments in one. They're going to happen at the same fucking time, buds. Mm-hmm. So the way I'm understanding it basically is it's that's all it's going to be. There's not going to be young line matches. There's not going to be any prelim, prelim right. matches. It's only going to be tournament matches for the whole shows. Yeah. Fucking fantastic. I am super stoked for this. That will be great. I do got some bad there news. Was a, there, oh. I was going to say, and there was a tease. Because we told you like AEW was teasing uh, that stuff all week. And yeah. um, Orange Cassidy was like, so when's... Uh, Best of the Super Juniors? Yep. 
that would be amazing. I, w- I just want to see Orange versus Yano. That'd be great. So oh, bad. that'd be so good. Um, So some bad news, buds. I'm sorry, but Netflix has canceled season four of Glow. Yeah. Their fourth and final season due to COVID. Fucking whole shit. There is a, they are Tissues. positioning to try to at least get a movie. Yeah. To close it out, because, yeah. But I love that show. Me too, and I was really looking forward to them finishing it out here and getting a real finish to the story and everything. But I guess, as of now, it's a no. Um, Mike Bennett this week, uh, being or uh, Mike Kanellis for you WWE fans out there, Mm -hmm. uh, quoted as saying, in retrospect, I would have preferred to go to NXT just because I like dealing with Triple H so much more. Mm -hmm. I always felt like I could talk to Triple H man-to-man. I always felt like when I talked to Vince, he just told me what I wanted to hear so I would get out of his office. Yeah. We've heard that before. I'm not that surprised, but, you know. Yeah, I also saw that, um, I forget who it was, came up to him after he posted, like, he wanted his release. Mm-hmm. And it was like, told him that Vince was pissed off at him. He's like, good, that's what I wanted. <laughs> like... And I know that feel. Like, when I quit Olive Garden back in the day. Yes. That's the exact quote I gave. Like, they're like, if you walk out of here, you can never come back. And I said, that's what I want. And I walked out. (laughs) So, yeah. I get it. Right. It happens. Uh, Tony Schiavone Mm -hmm. has donated $1,000 to Jim Valley's GoFundMe. The dude has been in ICU for like 20-some fucking days now. That bill's going to be ridiculous. Um, and then I think I saw, I think it was Chris Jericho donated two grand yeah, to it I as well. I, I didn't think flag it, but somebody else. Maybe it was I Cody. Cody donated a lot, yeah. Um, Jazz retired. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't know she was still doing anything. but yeah. Well, actually. Oh, she had the NWA title. That's right. Yeah, and uh, I got a quote from her on it. She yeah. was going to do a whole 2020 tour with the pandemic happening. Yeah. That screwed everything up. Uh, she said she's been having a lot more issues physically, mentally, and emotionally. That's why she had to forfeit the NWA title. Uh, she has two beautiful daughters, and she really just wants the time to focus on them right now, which, as a parent, I totally understand. So yep. I wish Jazz the best. I didn't really, you know, watch much of her career because it was the during the time I wasn't watching wrestling, but mm-hmm. I know that she's a fucking legend at this point, so what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, um, there was apparently, and it still might happen Monday, but there was some actual surprise because the plans apparently were that Bray Wyatt was going to be drafted over to Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, and mm-hmm. it didn't happen. So it could still happen on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, he was in the he's in the pool for Monday. So it could still happen, but yeah, I guess the initial plans were he was going to be drafted yeah. on Tuesday or on, on October 13th and 14th. What the hell? I don't know where that's coming from. Mm-hmm. Turn your volume off. I don't know where it's coming from. It is. My volume is off. What the fuck? That's weird. What the fuck, phone? Anyway. Um. What else do I got? Yeah, I want Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss to go to Raw, though. I do. Me too. I agree. That's where I was going to go with that. Um, Apparently, Angel Garza's injury isn't as bad as originally suspected, and he should be back in only a few weeks, so that's good. I kind of assumed that when they drafted him. Same, but it's good to hear it and and hear that he's okay. I'm just saying, dude. Um, The expectation... 
assume, I don't know why it fucking did that again. The expectations once Florida starts to allow as much as possible, WWE is going to be bringing fans back for arena shows. Yeah. Hopefully as soon as November. No shit, but it keeps getting recorded, so. Um, and then on the opposite side, the Observer also reported that AEW is still only planning on running at Daly's Place for the foreseeable future, mm-hmm. with no plans to increase capacity of fans right now whatsoever, so. Uh, good to know AEW still cares about keeping their fans safe in addition to entertaining us and making money and not just making money like most right. corporations. Yeah. I'm sure they lie to us about shit too. But yeah. Then the last thing I have is that um, there really are a lot of people, according to Meltzer and Alvarez and pretty much all the Wrestling Observer group, that are working on a deal between New Japan and AEW. And that's why there's mm-hmm. been so much teases and, and little shit is that people that's really it. are trying yeah. to make it happen. The new leadership of New Japan is apparently a lot more open to yeah, uh, to this right. relationship. It's not just a room like it's not just like people think he might be. Apparently, he really is more open to nice. it. Good. So I'm really happy to hear that. Me too. Um, yeah, I would I love to see kind of the way Ring of Honor and New Japan were working together now with AEW. Oh, I think that'd be fantastic. Yeah. My two favorite wrestling organizations. Right. So let's do it. Yeah. So what do you got for us, BJ? Uh. Chris Jericho revealed in an interview that um, him and Mike Tyson were supposed to have a match at All Out um, before COVID happened. Oh, okay. And that was the plan. That's that. why there was that tease at Double or That makes sense. I didn't that. see that, but yeah. fair enough. That was the plan, was for them to have a match. Um, but instead, we got Momos of Mayhem, so... Yeah, that was fun. I'm all right with it. Um... There is a report that uh, there is backstage talk in WWE of Roman creating a stable with both Jimmy and Jey Uso. I'm so um, down for that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Stock, who was a former producer for WWE and uh, Impact, um, got arrested this last weekend. Okay. Um, for aggravated battery, resisting law enforcement disorderly conduct, and public intoxication by alcohol. God damn. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, Sami Zayn um, on, uh, had a quote of when he, I don't know if it was first met Kingston or not, but he said, he said, I actually remember trying to sell Eddie on my youthful, optimistic worldview going on an impassioned rant about the beauty and joy to be found all around us. He nodded along blankly, then replied in his thick New York accent, the world is a cold place. Better zip the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. (laughs) I like that. Yeah, me too. Um, Oh, I am no longer a Darby Allen fan. Yeah, I heard about this too. Motherfucker. From you. Uh, Priscilla Kelly, and yeah, this is kind of harsh though. Like, I mean, I know they're going through a divorce and everything, right. but passing this along to everybody. But she said, uh, Darby Allen has never seen Beetlejuice. Right. Like, what the what fuck? What the fuck? Like, he kind of dresses like it. He looks, I mean, whatever. Yep. Whatever. Indeed. Whatever, indeed, BJ. Yep. Um, Ben Carter. Yes. Apparently, all that AEW stuff he's been doing, he had to do for free. What? Yeah. He didn't get paid for that? He's not an American citizen. And so oh. he, he only had a passport. He doesn't have a work visa. So he couldn't get so paid. So he couldn't get that. paid, but he could just do it. 
Like, so he did it all for free. Fair enough. Just to, yeah. So. Let's get that man a visa and a job. Right? I hope, let's do I hope a Tony that's Khan. what they're working on. Let's do a Tony Khan. Help this man get a visa and get him a job. Right? Pay this man. Yeah. He's fucking fantastic. He's going to be one of your future stars if you hire him. Mm-hmm. You push this guy to the fucking moon in five years or so. Yep. Um, Kurt Angle announced that he is going to be on uh, Jericho's next Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea, which will be, as of now, October 21st through 25th, 2021. Did that, did that. Uh, 14 years ago, on October 6th, was the 14th anniversary of Elijah Burke beating Tatanka. On <laughs> I saw that and didn't say that, but I did see that. <laughs> yeah, that's that pretty good. Right. Uh, Thunder Rosa ha- is, has decided to relinquish her International Princess Championship because oh. um, she hasn't been able to go to Japan to defend it. So That makes sense. Yeah. Um, since April 20th of mm-hmm. this year, Yes. Apollo Crews mm-hmm. has wrestled Andrade or someone within the Hurt Business 22 out of 23 matches. Who was that one other match? Kevin Owens. I'm glad you knew that. Thank you. Yes. That's fantastic. Yeah. It was just one. Yeah. What if she got for us, BJ? Yeah. That was a good one. That's my yeah. favorite news and rumor so far from today. That was more like a trivia. Um. PWI is going to release their first uh, Tag Team 50 rankings. Neat. So, I think that is coming out this year. Neat. Um, I'm excited to see that. That'll be fun. Candy Cartwright? Yes. Um, the the chick that has all those claims against Matt Riddle mm-hmm. is suing WWE, Matt Riddle, Gabe Sapolsky, and Evolve Wrestling for $10 million each. Wow. Yeah. Good luck. You'll need it. Um, about about the Jesus, right? Alberto Del Rio is in trouble again. <laughs> he got arrested on aggravated kidnapping charges and faces up to twenty years in prison. I saw that last night while I was watching the Okada Mega matches. Jesus Christ, he's a fucking he's mess. a mess, dude. I he am needs so glad help. Paige got away from he him. He needs some help, man. Someone yeah. needs to help this guy. Yeah, he needs it. Seriously. Yeah. What else you got for us, PJ? Um, before COVID hit, uh, WWE apparently was planning a UK pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And the main event of that UK pay-per-view was going to be uh, Drew McIntyre versus Tyson Fury. Nice. Yeah. I mean, not the Tyson Fury part, but the it UK It still would have been like a... And Drew McIntyre. Yeah. It would have been huge, yeah. yeah. And do it in the UK? Fuck yeah. Right. And I think that's actually... Uh, Oh, is that all you got for us this week? All right. Oh. Oh. Did I mention the Mercedes Martinez stuff? No. That she might not be? Yeah. Mercedes Martinez may not be in retribution anymore. Uh, she might be going back down to NXT. Yeah. And so. You mentioned it. Did I? Yeah. Okay. That's all. Although that might have just been you and me talking. I know. Wednesday, I know so I said it out loud. Right. I don't know if it was here. I do kind of have before. one more thing because okay. we've talked about it before, but it's mm. wrestling adjacent for us buds yeah. here because most wrestling fans would not agree. But... Because of its re-release on Netflix, Sister Sister is one of the top streamed shows on that. Netflix. I did see that. And I figure since we talk about it 
literally mm-hmm. every time we talk about SmackDown, and then it's we've talked about good. actually you rewatching the show here on with it the was Buds. Good. Yeah. Sure. So trivia. Yeah. No. Before we finish, let's take a break real quick. Okay, we can. Yeah, we need a break real quick because it's time. It's time. We're back and back with trivia as we started with. So we got a few more to finish out. Actually, I already got next week's too. But let's uh, start off. This is actually going to be one of the harder ones from this list, I think. Okay. What was Eddie Guerrero's final pay per view? Uh, I got multiple choice if you want. Yes. Unforgiven. These are all 2005, by the way. I'm not saying it four times. Unforgiven. No Mercy. Taboo Tuesday. Survivor Series. So No Mercy is what popped into my head. So I'm going to guess no, Mer- no Mercy. You were correct. Okay. That was. Cool. That's what, that's honestly, that's what popped into my head before you gave me the multiple choice. But I wanted it to, yeah. So that's cool. How many WrestleMania matches did Steve Austin have? WrestleMania matches? And this is wrestle matches, not special guest referees. I don't know if he had any of those spots in a mania. Seven. Seven. You were correct. Yes, sir. Um, this is probably one of the easiest ones. Okay. Including the year, mm-hmm. at what event did The Undertaker debut? Oh, Survivor Series 1990. Correct. How many SummerSlam matches has Shawn Michaels had? I figure his are just hard because of that split in his career. Right. I'm going to guess 12. You're actually quite a bit over. Quite a bit over? I mean, a decent number over for matches. Eight? Nine. Nine. Yeah, it was nine. Um, total WWE. Sorry. Really. I was going to say, is that just, that's matches period? Yes. Though, right? Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. Because I would have thought, like, with the tag team matches, the beginning, plus... Yeah, yeah. only nine, yeah. Um, total championships. Top, mid-card, tag titles, all said. Who owned more in the WWE? Owen Hart or Jeff Jarrett? Jeff Jarrett. Mm-hmm. Quite, quite a few, actually. Yeah. Do you remember, and I think this one's pretty easy, who was the first ever hardcore champion in WWE? Was it Mick? Yeah, it was Mankind. Uh, Vince gave it to him during that whole storyline where he was calling him Daddy and all that shit. Um, What year did Dustin Reynolds make his debut in the WWE as Goldust? Oh, as Goldust. Okay. Um, 96? 7? 5? Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Which seems crazy because that was still like a new generation time. Yeah. But he's... Kind of was pre-attitude era. Yeah. But you remember, if you remember, though, he went ridiculous, bizarre in attitude. He wasn't just androgynous. Yeah. He was right. dyeing his hair blue and wearing fucking adult diapers to the ring and shit. Right. Um, which team broke up first, the British Bulldogs or the Hart Foundation? This one's easy. Should British be. Bulldogs. Correct. What pay-per-view was the Rocks first? I have multiple choice if you want. I don't know. Yeah. WrestleMania 12, Survivor Series 96, SummerSlam 96, King of the Ring 96. I say... Fuck. King of the Ring? No. Survivor Series. Yeah. Okay. That was the Rocky Maya yeah. Um. 
In, ni- in the 1990s, at what show did Macho Man come out of retirement? At what show? Mm-hmm. I have multiple choice if you want. It was... Yeah. SummerSlam 90, SummerSlam 91, Survivor Series 91, or this Tuesday in Texas. This Tuesday in Texas. Yes, sir. I just, yeah, I knew. You knew it wasn't a big show, no, right? Well, yeah, I knew it was two days later. I just couldn't remember what the show was because it was like two days later. <laughs> of the following, this is the last one, by the way. This is the last okay. trivia question. All right. Of the following, which one of these has The Miz never defended at WrestleMania? Okay. The Tag Team Championships, the United States Championship, the Intercontinental Championship, or the WWE Championship? I go with the U.S. It is the U.S. Yeah. If you really want the last one, it was in what year did uh, Ric Flair make his WWE debut? Uh, 1912. <laughs> yes. No, it was 1991, yes. obviously. Yeah. Because that led to the greatest right. Royal Rumble still in the history of Rumbles, in my right. opinion, the 1992 Royal Rumble. It really is. Maybe not only in the card as a whole, I just mean the that event. Rumble, yeah. Speaking of somebody who wasn't at number, or at number, somebody that wasn't at Royal Rumble 1992, number 35 in the top 100 countdown is the Big Red Machine Kane. Or Isaac Yankum for you pre-WWE mm-hmm. fans, or Fake Diesel for also you WWE fans. Uh, I get to go first, don't I? Yeah, you do. I watched the world, the WWE World Heavyweight Champion Kane defend his title versus his brother, The Undertaker, at Night of Champions 2010 mm-hmm. in a no holds barred match. Yeah. Um, Kane fucking owned The Undertaker for 20 out of 25 minutes of this match. Nice. Taker makes a comeback towards the end. Uh, he finally hits the fucking flying clothesline. He gets a choke slam. Gets him up in the tombstone. Kane reverts in the mm-hmm. tombstone. One, two, three. Kane wins. Nice. I don't think anybody suspected this. No. These two, these two work this crowd like no, like they know how to play a crowd. This was probably one of the last really, really good matches of both of these guys' careers. Maybe not Taker because he got some WrestleMania moments after 2010. Right. But like, you know, I know Kane had his good run. Uh, as tag team with Daniel Bryan as hell no mm-hmm. after this, but like this was Kane's last big single run. This yeah. was Taker's last like shot at a championship, I right. think, that I can recall anyways, because he didn't do any since I've come back to wrestling in 2013. Yeah. He's not really made title runs or anything. Right. Um, as far as placing him on the list, God, this gets really fucking hard. Yeah. Um, I think he's the new number one. Um, not just for what he's done, like... No, you know what? He's not, because here's the deal with Kane. He's done a fucking lot, and he's a fucking legend, and if this was of all time, he deserves to be higher than everybody so far that's available. Yeah. This is of the last decade, and this was his down of the last decade, Granted, he makes the best of everything that was handed mm-hmm. to him. He made the best of Isaac Yankum. He made the best of Fake Diesel. He made the best of, best of Concessions Kane. I mean, granted, yeah. that was shit, but he made it entertaining. I always mm-hmm. enjoyed watching Kane, and I always have. Yeah. And he does deserve to be on this list. He does deserve to be high on this list. But yeah, he's not number one 
of the decade. Right. But he's all. But he's going to be high up here. I mean, yeah. he's above Rusev. He's above Wyatt. He's probably above Suzuki. He's probably above Biggie. Matt Hardy gets a little iffy. That's where I think we start getting to some mm-hmm. some questions there. So I think that's where he's going to fall. But this just keeps getting harder and harder. Yeah. How was your match, BJ? Um, pretty good. So I watched Kane, corporate Kane, mm. take on Seth Rollins. Okay. Um. For the WWE Championship. I'm sure that was a fine match. Yeah, it was a pretty fun match. Uh, Seth Rollins obviously picked up the win. Kane wasn't, you know, winning the championship here. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, So, it was like a 15-minute match almost, too, for those two. Mm -hmm. Um, But, um, so, yeah, I kind of agree. I agree with you. He's going to fall for me, yeah, Brock Lesnar, CM Punk, Matt Hardy, yeah, level. Um, And it's more so, like, a lot of his best work in that decade wasn't in the ring. Right. You know, Um, because he was corporate Kane for how long? Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking here as I'm getting through. And like, and that was entertaining, but that doesn't put him in the right. top five of the decade. And I mean, the Team Hell No stuff was a lot of fun, but I like that a lot. That was a lot of fun. I think maybe but, a thing for me is I missed a chunk of it, so like the stuff he did meant more to me at the end of his career because I hadn't yeah. seen as much of Kane, so he was right. still a bigger star in my mind. Right? Maybe. So I don't know, but yeah, I, I like I said. He, for this decade, no, he doesn't deserve to be at the top. Right. Like, yeah, I would agree with you. If if this was all time, I mean, this list would be like him and Rey Mysterio at the top, right? And Matt Hardy. Like, yep. Yeah. But. Right. That's yeah. what I was saying. Yeah. We did that. Go that's why I like, changed my mind yeah. as I was saying it out loud here. I changed my mind on that. Right. I talked myself out of it. Right. Because, yeah, I don't even know where he fell. On the overall. Time. Yeah. Let's see. For me, Kane fell to f- at 50, and for you, at 48. Okay. But you can go listen to all of those in the Bud Kives. Yes. We do the top, they are top absolutely free. Yep. And then you can tell us what you think about them. Mm-hmm. You can hit us up on the Twitter at BudsWW. Also, uh, Instagram and email at the Gmail are the same. You can hit me up at D-A-R-R-E-L-L underscore G-U-N-S mm-hmm. on the Twitter. And you can get me at Beach 2004 That's B-W-E-J-2-0-0-4. And if you're looking for something to hit us up about, how about I give you a topic? Yeah. Next week, we're going to do two more wrestlers in the Top 100 Countdown. Number 34, Jay Briscoe. And number 33, Bobby Lashley, the Almighty. Yeah. I'm totally watching a match that starts or ends with a promo by Leo Rush with for Bobby. Oh, wait, that was all 20. No, they did some stuff last year. Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. I might not, but no. I just like the way. I want to watch some Impact stuff. because I, I will, too, because I didn't watch much stuff. of that either. So. And I'm yeah. excited for Jay Briscoe, too, because I do love me. I do like the Briscoe, Briscoe brothers, brothers, and I'm more familiar with them as, as tag mm-hmm. teams than singles wrestlers, but I know that Jay did quite a bit, as he's obviously ranked 34 on this list. Right, and his brother's not even on here, so. So leave us a five-star rating, like, share, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell... Yeah, tell your enemies, tell... Your mom? Your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, your neighbor down the road. Tell all the buds to become the buds. We need more buds. You need more buds. We all need more buds. So let's let's. I'm a bud. 
You're She's a bud. bud. She's a bud. We're all buds. Yeah, and until next time, that's BJ over there. And that's Daryl over there. Peace out, guys. See ya. Go away. Sound check. And it's checked. Huh. That's good. Go on. <laughs> this morning is too early. Fuck, I'm just talking about it. Yeah. Whenever you're in, it's recorded. Yes. Whenever you're in.